Chicago is more than great food, iconic sports, legendary music, and crooked politicians. It's a community of people who, at their core, care about one another and their city. We're chatting with new and native Chicagoans about all things local on The Chicagoan Podcast. How you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce. Welcome to The Chicagoan Podcast. Today I'm joined by my good friend, Ashley Johnson. Hey there. How you doing, Ashley? Good. How are you, Tony? I'm wonderful. It's Let's always hear. a yeah, always a pleasure to to connect with you and hang out with you and yeah, finally get to be on this podcast. Of course, likewise. I'm happy to be here. For those of you who don't know, uh, Ashley is um, is also one of our uh, on-field reporters for the Chicagoans. So she has done intros for concerts, events that we've done, and I'm just excited to finally get to share a story. Yes, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to finally tell it. So where are you from originally? So I'm born and raised from Flint, Michigan. Flint, Michigan. Yes. Tell me what life was like out there for Ashley. Um, It wasn't bad. And you know what? I'm going to defend my city. It is not as bad as people make it seem. Like, even with the craziness, the water crisis, the everything that you probably see on TikTok with our elected officials and everything, it's really not a bad place to grow up in, but it's a hard place to live in. Yeah. And it's, and it's somewhere where you need to get out of, but it made me the person who I am. And growing up there, you know, I, I had a good childhood. Life was good, though. Mm. So I love Flint. Now, brother, sisters, only child? I'm the baby. Um, I have an older brother and an older sister. Okay. So what um, drew you out to Chicago? Because you even went to school out in uh, in Michigan, right? Yeah. Where'd you go to school? University of Michigan. There you go. Go Blue. Okay. <laughs> um, but I came out to Chicago and every time I came out to Chicago, I just felt alive. Like, I didn't even realize it, but I came to Chicago for my last three birthdays before I moved out here, uh, a solo trip. And it was on my solo trip where I decided, like, this is where I want to be. And I knew I wanted to move out of my mom's house eventually. And I was just deciding at that point, like, okay, do, where do I go? Like, I can really soak my wild oats anywhere but where do I want to be? And when I took that solo trip out to Chicago, I was like, this is where I want to be. This is where I feel alive. And, and I, think, I think it's always about feeling that connection to a city, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where was it that you found that connection in? Was it, you know, just the general vibe? Was it the, the, the food scene, all of the above? Like, where, you know, what did oh you, you fall in love with? Oh, gosh, the energy, the food, the food especially. Oh, my goodness. You're a foodie. I very much am. When I first moved out here, I gained like eight pounds within the first month. It was crazy. But it was the vibe, the scene, the the food. Everything about Chicago just made me happy. It, I, it gave me joy to be around that energy. And I was able to go to different types of events that I wouldn't have had the opportunity to uh, being in Flint or even Detroit for that fact. Like it, it happened out here for me. Yeah. So just, yeah, everything just made me fall in love with it. And I just decided like yeah i'm getting out of flint and i'm going to chicago <laughs> and, and i i know this about you but one of the ambitions you have is to be more involved in food whether it be you know like your own brand around it or or or, you know, or creating content around food mm-hmm. right but did that did that um desire develop out of being in chicago or was that something that you've always i've kind of, always wanted really that. i've always been a foodie Ever since I was like a kid, like I would be like four or five years old at a restaurant ordering steak. I don't want the chicken nuggets. Like I want a real meal. Like I've always been 
like in love with food. I've always loved to cook and I've always just wanted to have my own little thing. And I just, I never got it really started cause I never knew how to come at it. Yeah. But I, I love food and being out here really did awaken that back in me and like make me want to pursue a food blog and uh, cooking more actually too. So yeah. Oh, and I've seen that, that, that transformation as well. And I'm excited to, to see what you do with that. Cause I know that you have a lot of talent and just your personality. And that's, that's everything. Thing, right um is personality when it comes to creating good content i try <laughs> <laughs> but what's some of those things that you went through coming here because as much as you're from the midwest and michigan's not too far away mm-hmm. um it's still you know moving to a big city from yeah from something you're not used to right how how, how was that initial whether it be culture shock or just kind of uh, uh of getting through some you know a season in your life oh man when I first moved out here, it was crazy because I I moved out here on a whim, honestly. Like, I knew I wanted to move out to Chicago, but the way it happened, it was so quick. Um, I had accepted a job offer, um, and then three days later, I got approved for my apartment, and then two weeks later, I moved out to Chicago. Oh, so wow. it was a really quick process. Like, within three weeks, I was, you know, out here, and I was by myself, and it was it was different because it was lonely for a moment because I didn't have any friends out here. I didn't really have any, like, family out here, and I've, yeah. I've made some connections, but it's not, like, the deep connections that you have back at home, like, being out by yourself, you know, I I didn't realize like how fortunate I was to have easy access to all the people I love, all my friends. Like I'm within maximum an hour away from anyone that I want to get to. But now I don't have that privilege. So I really have to tough it out and, you know, depend on myself and, you know, put myself out there in ways that I wouldn't have because of that comfortability that I had back at home. Yeah. Um, But I made it through. And <laughs> you're still even here. I'm still here. I'm still alive. And it was crazier because even like at the beginning of this year, it I felt like my whole world was crashing down. Like my car uh, got like totaled basically in the shop for six weeks. I had got laid off. I just got to my breaking point and I was just like, you know, I can't move back home and yeah. I'm not going to move back home. So I really had to like, you know, get down and get some grit and like really go at it and just try my best. And like, I put myself out there in like different opportunities, different, um, spaces and places that, you know, just to try to make something for myself and just try to, uh, be a part of something bigger too. And just try to, you know, keep myself sane at the end of the day. No. And and we were, you know, we had talked during those times and it it was tough. Right. And, Mm -hmm. and I think, yeah, tough times produce tough people. So, exactly. You know, what What were some of those things that, because initially, yeah, you, you have every thought, right? I'm sure it's like, do I go back home? You know, do you quit? Do you like give up on this? Like, yeah. So so how do you overcome, first of all, those thoughts? And and, and what do you focus on as a, as a way to get out of that, right? Because it is a mindset and it's a choice mm-hmm. that you make, but you, you obviously made a choice that, that you're still here. So what was it for you that looking back was that pivotal moment of, making that decision to move forward? I think one of them was just my word choices, Mm -hmm. like the mindset that I had in like my words. Like I couldn't 
you know, speak on those worries. Like I had to say, like, I'm going to be OK. I'm going to make it because the power is really in your own tongue. Whatever truth that you speak over yourself is what your reality is. And if it's consistently negative, that's what you're going to produce. If it's consistently positive, that's what it's going to produce. Whether you see it or not, it's happening for you. It's going through for you. And there were times where I wanted to like doubt and I wanted to question and I wanted to, you know, give up. But I didn't. I'm just like, you know, I'm going to be OK. I'm going to be OK. Like it felt like I was just being completely delusional in saying like, yeah, like I'm perfectly fine. Like things are going to work out for me. And it's like coming all around on the outside looking in like things are very much not all right for you. But they they are and they were because things work themselves out as they always do. Wow. As they always do. That's deep. That's I'm very serious. deep. And it's and it's a place where most people are so uncomfortable and sitting. And, and I think you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable, right? Yeah. You either have growth or comfort. You cannot have both. Yeah. You cannot have both. Absolutely. And and, and now that you're on the other side of it, how, how has that changed the way you perceive yourself? Uh I'm cool as hell. <laughs> That's how I see myself. Like I I surprise myself and it was such a good feeling to surprise myself and be proud of myself because I, I, I guess I just feel like I didn't know I could do that. Like I didn't know I could like really bring myself up out of this situation. And, you know, not to say I did it alone. Thank God for my family. Thank God for my friends to consistently encourage me and, you know, allow me to lean on them in any type of way. But I surprised myself in how I turned things around for myself. So Good for you. I, I see myself in such a much better light and I carry my head a little higher and I, I don't feel as, I don't want to say insecure, but I don't feel as, um, I don't feel the need to question myself anymore. Yeah. A lot of self-doubt that went on before, right? Yeah. You know, it's easy. And I think that's why I think it is, you know, tough times produce tough people and, exactly. and you learn, you learn a lot about yourself, right? Exactly. Your nature. Um, you know, from, from a social perspective, because as we were talking, you know, your community really is everything. And, and that, that's the biggest indicator of, of even one's quality of life. Mm-hmm. How for you did you go about creating that, that community? How did you, and I'm sure you're still in the process of that and finding, you know, your tribe and all that, yeah. right? But, but how did you take that approach? And, and you know, for someone that's, that may be new to a city, right, what advice would you give in terms of being able to find something that, that resonates with you? Oh, just put yourself out there. That's all I had to like really try to do. And I'm someone who struggles with like social anxiety a lot of the time. Like I'm I, I'm really nervous a lot of time in like big social spaces. But, you know, I put myself out there anyway, even when I'm scared, like just do it anyway. And like my opener is to always like give someone a compliment, because one thing I'm trying to do now is I don't want to keep a positive thought to myself. Like if there's some good that I can spread on someone like, oh, I love your shoes. You look so good today. Like you have a pretty laugh, you know, something like that, like just to pour positivity on someone, then I'll do that. And that just allows me to be more comfortable in just speaking to people or just, you know, allowing people to speak to me and things like that. And I also joined social clubs out here too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I joined a group called What the Girls Do. And it's so fun. Um, they host all different types of events. Like they had a field day, um, a karaoke event, a margarita event. And it was just a good way to socialize and put myself out there to meet all different types of people and, you know, 
personalities and make some friends out here. And yeah, it's it's just been it's been a joy. It's been a joy to just try to, you know, make friends and put myself out there like that. So my advice is to just see what, you know, you want to do. Um, there's always like something going on on Eventbrite or something like that. Um, just find events that you like and there'll be like-minded people that'll host something that you can be a part of. Absolutely. No. And I'm excited to be able to host things with you. I mean, you know, that's, that's in the works for us as well, right? Yes. Coming soon. And coming soon, coming (laughs) soon. And and now how has your perception of Chicago changed maybe a little bit? And, you know, do you see it as, as somewhere where it's home now? Yes. It's definitely my second home for sure. Um, I will never, ever, ever get used to or accommodated to or like the parking situation. (laughs) I will never forgive the city of Chicago for that. (laughs) I will never forgive y'all. But um, besides that, like getting used to the parking and the craziness of driving, um, I I love it out here. Like I I know I I can do great things out in Chicago. I feel great out here. I don't think it's changed in any kind of like negative way yeah i think more so it's just like yeah like it, it solidified to me that like i'm meant to be here for sure yeah and, and what have you found in terms of people when it comes to and again from your perspective yeah you are you're midwestern you know uh, well you're from the midwest rather and and that i think says a lot just fitting in and, and you get it um, I think a real connection with that being from the Midwest. You come with a certain approach and you know that people are going to receive that approach. Did you notice that that Chicagoans were a little uh, maybe meaner than, you know, people from Michigan? Was it about the same? No. Actually, y'all are much more friendly bunch. Really? <laughs> yes. Yes. Interesting. Yes. I was shocked. It was like, oh, okay. Like, people are more like friendly and definitely a lot more supportive, I think. Really? Of like, yes, like business endeavors and everything. I see a lot of people like that just want to support um, their friends or like, you know, anything that's going on. Like, there's always a lot of like, crowd around it so what would you tell people that you know well especially the perception that chicago gets just being this violent city where everybody's killing each other and there's just there's no peace here ever right well, I think, but you walk around and you see peace all the time like, yeah. that, that's the vibe so for those what would you say to people who are coming here moving here um, but also to on the level of connecting with people from chicago right mm-hmm. like, what, what's the approach so that there is maybe some of that social anxiety removed because of those stigmas that Chicago has mm-hmm. as a city. Let that go. Let that go. Like, uh, I feel like holding those type of like stigmas or stereotypes to people from Chicago are insulting. And it's like kind of insane to like, you know, even like generalize generalize people in that way like i'm i was nervous to tell people that i was from flint when i first moved out here because i i don't want to hear a joke i don't want to hear any comments about like the water situation because i i just don't feel like it's my duty to explain that but also it's like you know people can be extremely insensitive and like that was a big deal for the city like that it hurt a lot of people a lot of kids mainly you know um were hurt in that situation so it's it's really infuriating to hear those type of comments so i wouldn't ever generalize someone from a certain city just because of these little stigmas and whatever's going around. So I would just say let that go because there's so many cool people, so many good people, so many kind, gentle, calm people that I've met here more than anything else. 
Yeah. I mean, that, that's, you know, it's a great perspective because I think a lot of people do come with that <clears throat> um, insensitivity from not having experienced anything, right? Mm-hmm. You take for granted when something like that happens and especially the water. I mean, like that's, 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 you, you can go with a lot of things, but water is usually not one of those things yeah. that you can go without, right? So it's really important. So when, when kind of on a, on a brighter note, right, <laughs> I know that art is a big, uh, you know, part of your life and something yes. that you really love. How has that uh, been something that you pursue or that found here in Chicago as well? Because it seems like, well, first of all, I got to say, you always have the best shoes and like <laughs> you, your, you. your, your, your wardrobe is always like you're walking into a fashion show, right? Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah I try. Most times I try. <laughs> and that goes along with that artistic kind of view and approach, right? So you're always finding yourself in fashion and art. But yeah, what, what, what have you found here in Chicago uh, on that scene? Oh, my gosh. Definitely more like art spaces, um, like fashion shows, everything. Like it's been so fun to, you know, do like a pop in at a gallery, like, you know, these smaller events that are just always happening all around me. um, And I'm just able to walk into. It's been so exciting because there's not stuff like that, like back in Michigan, or at Mm. least not that I know of. So, you know, it's been so exciting. And I also just recently picked up a contract as an art buyer. Yay. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So yeah, that's been extremely fun. I've been able to find art from so many uh, artists of color, so many local artists from, you know, the Midwest, Chicago mainly, like, you know, buying good pieces, like, you know, the good pricey pieces. So that way, uh, you know, they can get their uh, money's worth. Yeah. So, yeah, that's been amazing. And I love just being around art, artistry, anything creative. I think it's important to surround yourself with uh, creative things, creative people, you know, bright colors, like, you know, different perspective, different types of art. Like, it's important to feed yourself that and give yourself, like, you know, those different types of perspective in creativity. For sure. Have you always been into it? Like, is it art something that's always been a part of your life? Um, no, actually. It's more of, like, a recent thing just because when I just started dating myself um, in the recent years. Like, I think I just started taking myself out and being more comfortable in my um, alone time. I would just take myself out into more quiet spaces, so like an art gallery or a museum or just something where I can just sit alone with myself. And that just became one of my hobbies. So I really just enjoyed being around art and just beautiful things. Wow, so dating yourself, I like that. Yes. I, you know, that's and that's. Um, I think that says a lot. One about you, just the way that you even handle that adversity, right? Um, where did where does all this come from, Ashley? Who 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 programmed you this way? Is this all your parents doing? Is it you know oh, your environment? Man. Is it just you? Are you the oddball, and that's why you had to leave? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, let's go like your old soul. <laughs> I was gonna say like I wish I could chalk it up to my parents, but I'm cooler than them. <laughs> No, but I think it's just like I've always been like this type of person. I've always been a little adult ever since I was this big. (laughs) So, yeah, I definitely like the oddball out in my family because I've always just been like an independent kind of person, like always just been headstrong, always been independent, always just like know what I want. And I'm just going to do what I want to do. And like I feel how I feel and I'm going to express it. how I feel it needs to be expressed. Like I've always just been like this and just being from Flint too, is just like, <laughs> we're going to speak our minds no matter what, you know, we're going to just 
be our full self at all times. So I've just always been like this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's a lot of wisdom in there. And I think as you as you move through, you know, space and time that you'll gain more experience and more wisdom will come with that. And mm-hmm. I'm excited, you know, I'm excited for you here in Chicago. But, you know, as far as your vision for, for the future, like what does that look like for you? What what are your hopes and dreams here? And, you know, just kind of what, what can you share? Uh Wherever the good Lord takes me, I'm happy with. Amen. <laughs> I like that. But if if I have a say in the matter, um, my dream is to just be a brand designer. And I want to be brand designer for restaurants. I want to be a part of the whole design process from the menu to the vibe to the interior design. I want to have a little hand in everything, especially this being such a big food city. It would mean so much to have like my hand in all different types of restaurants in some kind of way. Well, I'm sure it'll happen. Like you said, whatever you put your oh, mind it will. to. Yeah. It's, it a, will. it's a done deal. It's, you know, this is speaking it into existence. It's so. already spoken. Amen. Okay. Um, and on that, I want to thank you for, you know, sharing not only that vision, but, you know, you're, just you, you know, the essence of who you are as, as a beautiful person. And I'm uh, honored and blessed to know you and call you a friend. So thank you for coming and sharing your story. Thank you, Tony. It means so much. And you know how much I love you. So um, we I'm, won't go into that. <laughs> I love you too. Thank you. <laughs>